I want to say good morning to everyone. I'm grateful to God that he has blessed us to be here one more time. It is good to be in the house of God one more time. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. How many are grateful to be here this morning? Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Today, it is our men's Sunday. Amen. And all of our men will be on duty serving. Amen. Uh, and, and ushering into the service today. Amen. I want to pray. I want to thank those that are watching online right now. Those of you that are watching on Facebook, YouTube, ETV, or whatever platform you're on. Thank you so much for making the Vision Church your choice of worship place today. Amen. Come on, let's have a word of prayer. I'm, I'm believing something amazing is about to happen in this house. How many came expecting something today? Did you come with an expectation this morning? Amen. That God is going to do something so amazing. Amen. So amazing that it's going to blow your mind today. Amen. I come expecting to receive a word from the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy and kindness. Thank you for your love. And thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be here today, God. Bless now, Lord, this service, Lord. Forgive us of our sins in this moment of release. We release anything in our hearts, anything in our minds, anything that has happened in our life, Lord, Father God. Whatever is going on right now, Father God, we release those things right now to you, Father God, so that we can worship a holy and righteous God this morning. Thank you for allowing us this opportunity to come. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for safe traveling mercies. And now we're expecting, God, something great to happen in this service. Bless now the worshipers and bless those now who are here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord on this morning. How many of y'all know that he is able? Whatever he said, he is going to do because he is able. Hallelujah. Fulfill every promise to you. 
give up on God. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't. Cause he won't give up. Shall be able. He's able. Shout, he's able. He's able. Come on, I'm loving it and say, God. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't. Cause he won't give up. Shall he's able? He's able. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, he's able. He's able. One more time. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. He's able. Oh. Hallelujah. I like this part right here. Oh, 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 he's able. Hallelujah. Don't give up on God. 
How many of y'all have tried them? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's able. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't stop, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's able, 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 He's How many believe he's able? Come on, come on, come on, come on. He's able. Isn't he able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or even think, no matter what you're going through this morning, amen? I want you to know the God we serve is a God you can trust, amen? The God we serve can bring you through anything that you're facing right now. There is nothing too hard for God. How many believe that this morning? How many believed? Have you tried him? Is he able? Have you tried him? I'm going to say one more time. Is he able? <laughs> Come on, y'all. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. Have you tried him? He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able, 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 he's
Don't give up on God. Ooh, you got to believe that. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Don't give Don't up give on up. God. Because he won't give up on you. Yes, Lord. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give Thank you, up Jesus. on you. Uh, my, my. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. Don't, don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just praise him just for a moment. Just for just for a brief, hallelujah, for a few seconds, hallelujah. about two seconds, just real quick, just tell them, God, I love you so much. Thank you, Jesus, for never giving up on us. In spite of it all, you have kept us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise again. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise team this morning. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. 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 Again, want to say good morning to everyone. It is good to be right back here in the house of God one more time. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of God. Amen. It is good to be here. Um, in spite of everything that's going on, amen, we're still surviving. Amen. Isn't that good to know that you can still survive in the midst of it all? Amen. That God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think. Amen. I want to thank God for uh, for all, everything that happened last week. Thank you, uh, Deacon Robbins. Good, good message on Friday. Amen. Praise God. Wednesday night, if you did not catch... The, um, the Zoom meeting, the Zoom meeting was really important, amen. We did a rebroadcast, uh, but we did a Zoom. We did our budget presentation. Uh, we cast our budget for 2022, amen. Our vision, our mission, what we have accomplished over the years, salvations, baptisms, moving. I mean, just a whole host of things. Um, one of the slides I failed to mention, show on there was the... Um, was all of the ministries that we, all of the things that we've done. I think I did show that, amen, the backpacks and the furniture uh, 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 purchasing and all this other stuff that we're doing as a church for our community, amen. I want to thank you so much for being part of that uh, meeting. We don't broadcast that to the world. We just broadcast it to the members of the church, but we did do a rebroadcast, I believe, and um, I hope that uh, you all were uh prayerful be prayerful for our budget this year uh amen please you saw what we have to do um and i'm asking you to be part of that amen so if you're if you're willing and able uh please support your church amen listen it takes resources for us to do what we're doing amen i want to encourage you today also to let you know um don't allow the enemy to stop what god has for you Amen. Sometimes the weight of the world, amen, and the things that you're going through 
can cause you to feel a little discouraged. Amen. But I want to encourage somebody here this morning. Don't you get discouraged. God is not through with you yet. Amen. I remember when I was an unbeliever, I felt so hopeless. I felt so lost. I felt like, you know what? What's the use to keep repeating the same things over and over again? You understand? But God, gave, when God saved my soul, amen, he gave me the Holy Spirit. He gave me his word, amen, and he allowed me to come into his presence and listen. And here's where I find my hope, saints. Uh, no, and, and listen, I want to say this. You, you go through all kinds of things in your life, okay? You go through marital problems. You have ups and downs. You go through with children. You go through with family. You go through with the job. You go through, you know, that's part of life. But the beautiful thing about being a Christian is God allows us to, to navigate through it, to work through it. And how you have to work through it is you have to work through it through prayer, come on, and the word of God. Amen. Prayer and the word of God. Prayer and the word of God. God will give you a word that will comfort you in the midst of what you're going through. Amen. Just want to encourage somebody this morning. Amen. Okay, let's, uh, we're going to make ready now to worship God with our gifts now. Amen. And the ushers will come. And those of you online can give on the what with the uh, instructions on the screen. All right, let us bow. Father, we thank you for these gifts. We thank you for the givers. We are praying now for those that are giving online, those who are watching and giving, those that are here that have given. Lord, I pray your blessings now upon these gifts. Uh, Lord, we know what we need every week. And we're believing, God, that when we are transparent with what we do with the resources, God, that you honor that, Father God. And I pray that your blessings will be upon this church this year financially. Bless each and every giver now. And Lord, multiply, remind them of the principle, God, of sowing and reaping. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Amen. 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 Several months ago, I started a series, um, started a series um, entitled Life-Changing Choices. Amen. And um, we were talking about facing our giants. Amen. We've been we were talking about facing our giants. And today I want to pick back up there. Amen. We, we only got peace of the way. And so this morning, we finished our series with the woman of Samaria, which she truly blessed, blessed messages uh, in that series. But today, I want to look at uh, 1 Samuel chapter seven, 17, 1 Samuel chapter 17, and I want to draw from what we've already 
what we've already looked at. Uh, David is facing Goliath. And I told you that in this life, you're going to face giants. Uh, in this life, you're going you're gonna to come up against some huge obstacles. Amen. Some things that you probably think you cannot face. Some things that you feel like you cannot do. Amen. But I want to encourage you to let you know that you can face those giants. Amen. We're going to pick back up with David here. First uh, Samuel chapter 17, verse 38. Verse 38 is where we'll pick up. Amen. It says, then Saul clothed David with his garments, and put a bronze helmet on his head, and he clothed him with armor. David girded his sword over his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. So David said to Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. And David took them off. He took his stick in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in his shepherd's bag which he had even in his pouch and his sling was in his hand and he approached <laughs> the Philistine. I want to talk about this morning, preparing to face your giants. <laughs> Amen. Preparing to face your giants. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Forgive me of my sins now. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Stand in my body. Think with my mind. Speak with my voice. And God, no matter what, I pray that the hearts of your people will be open. Their ears will be open. That nothing will hinder the words from my lips to their hearts, God. Would you do that for us right now? And may the power of the Holy Spirit rest upon this church now. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God you may be seated in the presence of God. I, 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 I chuckled because I can picture, <laughs> amen, thank you, ushers. I can picture this little boy. <laughs> now, David was about 16 years old here, y'all. And I can picture this little boy with so much ambition and so much drive, and, amen, and he's just walking up to this giant. You know, um, th there's so much in this message, y'all. Um, I believe that the enemy doesn't want you to hear this message. I believe that the enemy wants you to be afraid and live in fear constantly because we all have some kind of giant in our lives. Many, many times in our lives, the reason we keep repeating some of the same mistakes because, because we, we fail to learn the lessons from the last mistake. Or maybe because we failed to prepare because we slipped into the mode of putting things off for later. My gosh. We've been looking at David's preparation. Amen. I believe I preached about four messages or three messages in there. And I showed you that David had been preparing for this. God throughout David's life, he had been preparing him for this moment. Everything that you've faced in your life is preparing you 
to face the ultimate showdown with, with that giant in your life. Everything that happens, every disappointment, come on, every victory, amen. David, David fought the lion. He fought the bear. He, 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 he specifically said that God allowed him the strength to do this. He didn't attack him with a, with a weapon. He attacked him with his bare hands. Tells me that God can give you strength. Oh, I wish I had somebody. God can give you strength when you feel like you have. Y'all going y'all gonna, to y'all gonna pray with me today, right? Amen. I'm feeling it today. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. God will give you strength that, like you never thought you had. Amen. God will give you what you need, but you and I have to realize that no matter what we face, I told you, you got to face the giant of fear. You have to face the giant of criticism. You have to face the giant of your past. If you don't face the giants of your past, they will show up in your present. Come on, somebody. Or they may even show up in your future. And so, David, today we come to this point now where Saul has agreed to send a little boy, David, who being a young boy, he was a water carrier. He, he was an Uber. He, he did Uber Eats. That's what he did. He, <laughs> he brought cheese to the battleground. He didn't come there to fight. You ever get into something that you never thought you were going to get into? Come on, somebody. You ever show up in a place where you show up and, and you get put into something that, come on, somebody. You see, what I'm saying is the thing about David, David got into this battle, amen, because David believed that the God he served, amen, was holy. And the fact that these Philistines were, were literally uh, disrespecting God. May I ask you a question? Would you stand up for your God? Amen. Would you stand and say, no, nah, we ain't having that. Why? Because, watch this, because the God that I know is awesome. Watch this. David didn't have to defend God. But David looked at his people. He looked at the situation and he says to himself, why are you guys running? Why are you guys living in fear? Amen. When the God we serve, did y'all remember the past victories? Can I help you with something? Keep a record of your past victories. Keep a record of what God has done for you in the past so that when you get into your future, when you get down the road, you can remember that it was God that got you where you are. Do I have anybody? David, David now comes to this point in the battle. Verse 38, it says, then Saul clothed David. David, who is totally inexperienced. He's immature in these things of battle, of war. But he was willing to step up to the challenge. He was not going to allow Goliath to beat him. He was not going to allow his God to be disrespected. But Saul, who was the king, check this out. Not only is he the king, but he takes his armor. He takes off his garment. Now, I have a theory behind this. 
Amen. And, 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 and I want to say this. First of all, as a king, you never drop your You can't take off your armor because, watch this, you have to protect those that you lead. I'm trying to help somebody. Now, 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 I'm going to give you the point here in a minute. David is inexperiencing these things. The contrast here is that Saul is thinking in the natural while David is thinking in the supernatural or in the spiritual. See, Saul thought naturally, if I give him my armor, look at the text. The text says he took, the, saw, then Saul uh, clothed David with his garments and put a bronze helmet on his head and he clothed him with his armor. Interesting. Interesting to me because Saul taking off his helmet is almost like him taking off his crown. But watch this. But what he didn't know is that David was already anointed <laughs> to take his spot. But here's the thing. Here's, 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 here's what I want to show you. If you're going to face your giant, if you're going to prepare to face your giant, the first thing we must do is we have to face our giants with our own arm. Listen, I can't fight with your arm. But let me bring this to a spiritual perspective. We as Christians all have the same arm. Here's what you have. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness. Come on, somebody. See, we're not in a physical fight. We're in a spiritual dog fight. Okay, we are in a spiritual dog fight because sometimes the enemy will come at you. But here's the thing, these giants that you face, watch this, no matter what it is, it may be a giant at your job, it may be a giant at your house, it may be a giant in your family, whatever it may be. Can I tell you something? You have to know how to put on your own armor. We can't go to battle with somebody else's armor. It will not work. But we have the belt of truth. We have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. We have the shield of faith. We have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have all the equipment that we need to fight this battle. But here's the thing, saints, you can't rely on anybody else's armor but your own. Problem is, saints, we're not familiar on how to get dressed for the battle. You see, we think that the giant that we face is that person. It ain't that person. It's not the boss. It's not the, 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 the situation that happened out there. Yeah, hey, man, it's not the situation that happened at home. It's not the situation that's going on in your finances, in your home. No, it is a spiritual battle. Another point, our armor is not physical. But here's the thing. The enemy can't see your armor. And when the enemy can't see your armor, that's where Goliath had it mixed up. I'll deal with that next week. But watch this. He couldn't see David's armor. But here's the thing. The point I'm trying to make today is that we have to get familiar with our armor. We have to get what? Familiar with it. 
listen to this, listen to this. When we're preparing to face our giants of the present, amen, we have to remind yourself, or we have to remind ourselves that the armor is important to victory. And God says in Ephesians 6 that we ought to put on the, yeah, some translation says the full armor or the whole armor. Why did he say put on the full armor? Because he it suggests that sometimes we're only prepared halfway. How long have you been reading your Bible? What does it mean to put on the belt of truth? What does, does it mean to put on the breastplate of righteousness? What does it mean to protect your mind with the, with the gospel? What does that mean? Because the enemy will keep shooting arrows at your mind. So that, why should, but you have the shield of your faith to stop those arrows. So I thank God that I learned a lesson here. That I can't wear your armor. And you can't wear mine. Just like I got to work out my own salvation. Oh, Lord Jesus. Listen, you can't force anybody to believe what you believe. You can't draw people into your battles just because they family and friends. Here's the bottom line to this thing. The armor that you wear belongs to you. And God wants you to become familiar with your armor. Look what he says in verse 39. David girded his sword over his arm and tried to walk. For he had not what? Tested them. The term here for testing often refers to God testing the faith and the faithfulness of a human being. Wait a minute. Now, there are a lot of symbolisms in this. Some people try to pull out the symbolisms. I'm going for the actual interpretation of it. All right. He says, so David, so, so David said to Saul, listen, now he could have fronted. Right. He could have been like, I got this. I got this. And now, now you got to remember, this thing is about 80, 90 pounds. OK. And here's he a little boy trying to walk out here, leaning to the side. You understand what I'm saying? He understood. He knew his limitations, but he also knew that it was too heavy for him. Let me ask you a question. When things get too heavy for you, can you admit to it? When things get too hard for you, can you come and lay your face before God and say, God, if I, can't, I can't wear this. I can't carry this no more. So, so not only must we put on our own armor, but the next thing we have to do we have to test our armor. <laughs> what do you think those little, little potholes you fall into? Those little schisms that you get into? Those little trials that you go through? What do you think it's for? It is to, for you and I to test the armor. Listen, it is for us to try our faith. It is for us for, to, to try the word of God. It is for us to try the helmet of salvation, the sh shoes, of the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the foundation of what you believe. Listen, testing it is important. 
Now imagine this. They're thinking in the natural, Israel. Dave is like, I can't do this, y'all. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever felt physically fatigued? Oh, come on, somebody. Physically exhausted? Where you can't go any longer? Where you feel like, man, I can't carry this no more. Come on and help me, somebody. Maybe you're carrying somebody else's armor. Maybe you're carrying somebody else's weight. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And yet you're trying to face your giant and everybody else's giants. This word, this word here, it means that you're testing something to be faithful, but also you're putting it to the test to see if it works. Here's what you got to do if you're going to face these giants. You have to see in the next thing that you go through, will my faith take me through? Will my breastplate hold up? Will my shield hold up? Will the sword with the word of God hold up in the midst? Listen, I've tried everything else. I've tried running. I've tried hiding. I've tried this. I've tried that. Will the armor hold up under the pressure that you and I are facing right now? I thank God that I've tried them. And I know that it works. Can I tell you why I keep coming back? <laughs> Can I tell you why I keep holding on just a little bit longer? Can I tell you why I don't throw in the towel when I feel like giving up? Because I've tried him. Do I have anybody? And I know that he's all right. Anybody here saw him make a way out of no way for you? Anybody here know he's a God who can hold you up in the midst of a trial? But here's the thing. You got to carry your own cross. You got to take up the breastplate of righteousness. You have to take up the shield of faith. You have to face these giants. The next thing he says, Saul wanted David to go in his physical armor, but David was already clothed with his spiritually. Ah, man, he was already clothed spiritually, man. He was already anointed. He was already set apart. Listen, sometimes you don't even know the greatness that lies inside of you until you face your giants, until you go through the storm. You get to see what you're made of. Let me help you with something. And I said this last week and I'll say it again. Y'all listening? Watch this now. Here's where I'm going with this. Watch this now. The moment you go through your test and God raises his arms, takes his hands off of you so that you can go through it and you return to him in praise and thanks, the devil gets upset. See, what the devil wants you to do is to not believe that God is going to bring you through. But God says you have to spend this time testing your armor, trying your armor, so that when he allows you to go through by yourself, guess what? You will prove the devil wrong. See, people get upset with God when things don't go their way. That's what it is. Verse 40. David said, forget this. David said, listen, 
I cannot go with these. Verse 39. For I have not tested them. And David took them off. Look at verse 40. Look at verse 40. Oh, Lord. I want to show you what I mean here, okay? He took his stick in his hand. Now, all David knew in life was a stick or rod. Okay, this is what he used to count sheep and rescue the sheep. It had a hook on it. That's why the shepherd had a stick. They called it a stick. And then he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook. Now, stone is rep or rock or stone is representative of the word of God symbolically. So we can see, we can, we can from a spiritual perspective, say this. He took the five first, the first five books of the Bible here. <laughs> okay. Amen. He took the first what? Five books of the Bible here, right? From the brook, the brook that they had walked through. The brook was a reminder of where they'd been and how they crossed over and all of that. He says, and put them in his shepherd's bag, which he had. See, the one thing about David, you got to understand that even though he was out to battle, he never forgot who he was. See, here's the thing. Oftentimes, we want to take a break from being a Christian. We don't get breaks. He had his shepherd's bag with him. Watch this. Even in his pouch and his sling was in his hand. He had a slingshot. Not the ones you get from the dollar store. But see, what David used to do out in the field he would ward off all of the wolves that would come to try to attack the shepherds. So he had become very good at this. Watch this. God is preparing you, saints. You don't know what he's preparing you for. But listen, everything you're doing will get you closer to that. So watch this. So he took his stick. And so the third thing we have to do, here's what we have to do. We have to what? We have to believe in ourselves. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? Some of us don't believe in ourselves. But everything you've been doing is preparing you for where you're going. This, this fight was going to be a one-on-one -on -one battle. But here's the one thing you have to remember about this one-on-one -on -one battle. You ready? Why did I say believe in yourself? If you lack confidence in who you are, how can you have confidence in the God you serve? God is investing in you. What, is he, what was he doing with David out there in the shepherd's field when they overlooked him? God was investing in him. Can I help you with something? God is investing in you. Every trial. Every victory. Our life ain't just full of trials, man. Every victory is part of that preparation for where he's about to take you. Oh, how many believe that today? The contrast here is significant because David has a shepherd's staff in one hand and a shepherd's slingshot in the other. Goliath is well protected. 
He has a body shield. He has everything. He is ready. See, it's all about perspective. And the reason why I say believe in yourself is because don't think just because you don't have what everybody else have doesn't mean you can't win the battle. I'm trying to go, y'all. Just because you don't have a sword like they have a sword, you have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You and I have to look at this differently. Look at what you have spiritually. Believe in yourself. Believe that the God you serve has brought you this far by faith. Do I have anybody? David is going out here to face this warrior who's been a warrior all his life. Watch this. But yet he's not afraid. You know why David ain't afraid? Because he believed. Tell your neighbor you got to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Amen. Why do I say that? Because there are times when the enemy will try to make you feel like you're nothing. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. He'll try to defeat you emotionally. I can't try that. I can't do this. I can't do that. No, 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 no. Just because, you know what I love about David? You know, you know what I love about what David was doing here? He wasn't so overly mesmerized by Goliath. You know why I say that? Look at the next part of that verse. Look at the next part of that verse. The text says, he approached. <laughs> you know what the devil wants you to do? Hide. Avoid the bill collectors. I know some of you already do that. <laughs> you see that 800 number. No, no, uh, what is it? No call ID. We ain't answering that one. We're living behind. Yeah. We ain't answering them things. How long are we going to do that? How long are we going to do that? How long are we going to know it? They ain't going to stop calling. They're going to take it from one place and give it to another place. I'm trying to give you a little application. To another place, another place, and that's your giant. All because you made a debt. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm saying one more time. You made a debt. And now all of a sudden it's unfair. It's an unfair deal. Oh, come on, help me, somebody. He says he approached. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Who are you running from? What are you running from? And until you face that giant, you will not have the freedom to use your arm. Look at the text. Text says he did what? He approached the Philistine. And so lastly, if I were to say this, go back. If I were to say this, we have to believe, you have to, we have to believe in ourselves when we face our giants. But lastly, lastly, thank you, Holy Spirit. We have to believe in God. You see, I'm not trying to get you to not believe in God. I'm trying to say is, if you can't believe in yourself, how are you going to believe in God? Because when you look at you, you can see what God has done. And that gives you evidence that there is a God. How many of you not where you used to be? 
Come on, somebody. How I many you don't talk the same? You don't walk the same. You don't live like you used to live. And so that tells me that there is a God. And he's alive. And he loves you. David's faith was born out of his experience of, with God's grace and mercy in his life up to this point. David's faith grew out of his experience. I ask you a question. Is your faith growing because of your experience with God? See, it doesn't matter. The Lord had delivered him before out of dangerous situations in the past, proving his power and his trustworthiness. And David relied on him to deliver him from the Philistines, whether it took one stone or five. David recognized that the power was not in the slingshot. In the Lord. Oh, He'll hide you, saints. Oh, He'll protect you, saints. Oh, He'll comfort you, saints. Oh, He'll live. Listen, He'll lift you up out of the valleys. He'll bring you through. But you have to remind yourself of what He brought you out of. A news report came out of the Swedish news agency. And they reported that a poodle attacked a pit bull. In southern Sweden, a wounded dog and its owner, the poodle's owner defended the action of the dog, saying the poodle was friendly until the pit bull showed signs that it disliked the poodle. The pit bull felt the wrath of the poodle when it went on offense, trying to rescue the pit bull, the owner stepped in between the dog and got bit on her leg by the poodle. Though I would never encourage aggression or any of any kind, you, you have to admire the courage of the poodle. You see, the reputation of the pit bull did not keep it from standing its ground and fighting. I'm trying to help somebody. Too often we let Satan's reputation precede him and he paralyzes us. We hear stories of demonic uh, possession and satanic power and we become timid and we choose to ignore his attacks. We're afraid to confront injustice or to speak a positive word about our faith under our power. We might face defeat, but we are not fighting Satan with a poodle power. We're fighting Hey, Satan with unlimited power. We're fighting with the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, the one who overcame the world. So when you stand up to your times, you got to know what power you're standing in. Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. You ain't fighting Satan with poodle power yet. No. You're fighting with the power of Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage somebody here today to let you know something that no matter how big those giants may seem, we got to believe in God. The God that brought us this far 
by faith. Let me say this to you. There are so many distractions came to me to try to stop me from bringing this word to you. But I'm asking somebody here this morning, are you ready to approach your giant? Are you ready, amen, to be a conqueror? Are you ready to be victorious in the name of Jesus? If you need prayer this morning, I want to pray for you. If you need prayer this morning, I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray and ask God to help you, whatever it is that you're dealing with. Amen. We're going to get past this pandemic, y'all. This pandemic is a giant. Uh, this pandemic is causing so much they're talking about. You never know who's right. But the one thing we know is that God is going to keep you. God's going to protect you. If you need prayer this morning, I want to pray for you. If you're here this morning and uh, you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and you want to accept Jesus today, I want to offer Jesus to you. If you're here today and uh, you are a believer, but maybe you've fallen, maybe the giant has trampled you down. You've fallen away from God, your prayer life, reading and putting on the armor of God, all of that you have shifted in that area of your life. You want prayer. I want to pray for you. I want to be restored. If you're without a church home and you want to be part of this church, you can come. If you're here today and you are just need prayer, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you today. Let us bow. Father, thank you. What a mighty word, Lord to stand and see David who could have went in Saul's armor, but he trusted you. He trusted you enough to go in what he had. Sometimes we think we need this, we need that, we need all this stuff. When all we really need is you. All we really need, Lord, is Jesus Christ in our heart. All we really need, Lord, is to learn how to put on our armor spiritually. Thank you this morning that we know that we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And no matter what Satan may try to do, we have the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Bless each and every person here today under the sound of my voice. And help us, Lord, to face these giants. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God. You know what I think, what I believe? When you overthink stuff, you stay stuck. Stop overthinking everything. David can't do this, man. I want to use what God has given me. 
Sometimes we're overthinking, we're overcomplicating our relationship with Jesus. When all you got to do is just come to him and pray. Give thanks to him and say, Lord, your will, not mine. Amen? Amen. Vision Church, win, disciple, develop. God bless you.